Hello, everybody, and welcome to Only Football. Max Erbeimler, Guy Robertson, and we have some distressing news to open the show with. Guy, break it to him, please. I'm going back to England for a little while. A little while. Uh, I'm going I'm to fly back into London. going to get the train straight up to Liverpool so I can be in the victory parade. Yeah, they're for, postponing that. For Liverpool. <laughs> oh, whoever's there. If there's no one there, I'll be there anyway. No. I've got, got to go back to England for a little bit. Uh, so... Are you talking two, three months? Yeah, a few months. See your parents? See my parents. I've got to sort some visas. They don't even out. love you, man. There's nothing to do about <laughs> Yes, it's, that's quite possibly true. Uh, <laughs> it's been so long. Like, yeah, who? they wouldn't say it to me, I don't think, but it's quite Me? possibly true. But... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I told them I was coming back, and they said, Guy, what about a podcast? <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that's exactly But I assured it. them that modern technology <coughs> exists, and we're going to continue, yeah. uh, you know, God and phone lines allowing mm-hmm. to to do it over the phone. So, the only football, you know, <clears throat> only football survived... It's going international, people. Only football survived the coronavirus outbreak in fact it thrived it thrived in the only in the the (laughs) coronavirus outbreak there's physical distance is not a problem we've been standing two meters apart for the last three months you know no problem a little bit a few extra few extra (laughs) me maybe during the podcast (laughs) yeah okay yeah we hug before and after but whilst we're on air we're strict strict two meter guidelines but so we continue um despite uh crossing you know Crossing the waters. Yeah. Um, but uh, in happier news, Premier League's coming back. Oh. La Liga's coming back. Football resumes. In There's fans in the Bundesliga because there's... Cardboard cutouts. Cardboard cutouts. <laughs> and on the, on the recordings, on the, on the matches, they've, they've recorded previous crowds and they're now playing it. So if, you're, if you've got the football on and you're not looking, you'd be convinced that there was a crowd there. And yeah. honestly... I've yeah. listened to it. It's deny, not deny, bad. Deny. It's not too bad. It's don't not get, great. Don't, and don't frank- even accept and, that. Man. And frankly, what they really needed to do was edit out the referees' whistles from the previous game because the whistle just blows at random points. Oh yeah, actually, yeah. But you know, we're going to give some leniency, and I think it's okay. For me, it's okay. Yeah, I'm not trying to get used to that whatsoever. Like oh yeah, we'll just we'll never have fans back, guys. Don't worry about it. Just remember those times before 2020 that, you know, there were fans, and we'll just use the recording. No thanks. No thanks. <laughs> Shit goes deep, okay? It's not. It's it's no substitute, but it's some substitute. Yeah. Okay. So um, and because guy will be um, taking off next Tuesday, we are gonna be just pumping you guys with maxing episodes. some episodes. Uh, so we're gonna do today. We're gonna do. We'll always have like a little like Bundesliga Bundesliga recap today. Yeah. Um, and then we've got our, our feature, um, which will just be kind of reviewing um, the top seven managers, big six, and Leicester managers. Yeah. Good how and bad. They, how they've, they've done. done so far. How Wednes- they can Wednesday we're gonna do uh, a La Liga recap preview special. Yeah. Um, because that's kicking back off on Thursday. Yep. I think with Sevilla and Real Betis, and then. Sunday we're gonna do two episodes. We're gonna, we're gonna. The first one's gonna review our all of our scouts. Guy 
I'd been saying I was going to do this, but guy just texted me out of the blue last week, and he's like, I, I, I don't get it. He said I, he was sick of listening to us, but he went through all of the episodes and got the players that we've each done. Yeah. Um, and so we're going to review them and see how they've been doing yeah. and, you know, what kind of talk's been going on with them in terms of what kind of transfers they might be making. Yeah. Some of them have already made transfers. Yes, yes. Uh, like, you know, some of them, and some of them have really stepped on this season as well. Some of the yeah. early ones we picked have... For sure, know, a big names now. Yes, um, yeah. There's a lot of there's. That's gonna be. Uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to that. And then, immediately after, we're gonna do the PL review yep. and preview. Premier League's coming back, which I can't wait for because I'll yeah. be kicking off three days later after after that Sunday show. And then after that, cross borders, we're gonna. It's gonna be reverting somewhat to normality for only football. We're gonna be focusing on the Premier League mm-hmm. as before. Keep with the features, keep with the scouts. Yep. You know, we're back again. Indeed. Um, okay, so let's uh, kick it off with the uh, the Bundesliga on the weekend. And, you know, I was I was looking at Bayern, you know, like Bayern like really stretched their lead to what, I think nine points. Uh, t- ten before Dortmund. Did Dortmund win today? Dortmund won yesterday. Okay. They won, okay, they, so. 12 30, they played her. Seven now. It's, it's seven now. Yeah. Um, and there's only four matches left. Yeah, um, I, I think I think a couple episodes ago we were um, when the Bundesliga was kicking off. Like we kind of had it in our minds that there were thirty six matches. Yes, <laughs> and we did say not. that, and that's like was <laughs> totally fraudulent on our part. Uh, I, I had in my mind that there was nineteen teams uh, for a minute, and and I think we both concurred on that. But there is only eighteen, yeah. so there's only thirty four matches yeah. uh, in the Bundesliga season. And I was looking at Dortmund's, or sorry, Bayern's run-ins before Leverkusen. It was pretty tough. Like, I mean, they have yeah. Leverkusen, or they did. Gladbach. Gladbach. Um, uh, Dortmund, obviously. Bremen, uh, who's, yeah. you know, Bremen's piss poor, but, you know, they're, Got they, they've been playing proven. a little, uh, and they want to get out of that relegation zone, right? They want to get yeah. out of the drop zone. Um, uh, Wolfsburg yeah. as well, and I think Freiburg. So, like, some tricky matches, but... They end up beating Leverkusen 4-2. Kai Havertz picked they up walked. like a slight muscle injury the it's, week before. It was a big shame. And that that was such a bummer to see, uh, like to check the lineups when that match was coming out. We're about to start, and he was nowhere to be found. Because um, I wonder, I, I, I wonder, you know, what would happen if, if he was there. I don't. I think Bayern will walk in that game. Just watching, just I watched the, the game. And yeah, so did I. It was. They, they, it was the first was, fifteen minutes. They were, I mean, they took the lead. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They they were on them. They were really trying to stretch that high line that Bayern yeah. was was playing. Um. Their passing was off though. Like they yeah. they were trying to stretch it and like they had the right idea, but the execution was just not there. But they went they went very attacking. <laughs> this is a Bayern Munich team that have won what seven leagues in a row. Mm-hmm. Um. By far the best team in the league. Uh, you know, over the course of the last few years, very attacking team can do everything. And Leverkusen, they playing. They started Leon Bailey at, at wing back. They started another winger at the other on the other wing back. It was a very attacking team. Yeah, they they, they were three five two. Three five two, but I mean Leon yeah, Bailey's more not, like a, a he's a winger. A he's winger, like four three winger, three. You want a four three right? three? Yeah, for sure. Um, it was um, it was a ballsy move from Peter Bosch. Well, they subbed out on halftime too. Like they just yeah, didn't. It just didn't happen. It didn't happen for them. And Bayern cantered to it in the end. You know, a yeah. couple of nice goals, admittedly, from Bayern. Yeah, um, um, I keep forgetting their keeper's name. Oh, Heretsky or Heretsky? Something. Like, yeah, he. Lucas he was, Heretsky, he was yeah. very unconvincing. Um, who's Goretzka's first goal? Could have yeah. done a lot better. Could have got a stronger hand on it. Um, 
Nabri's chip. Nabri's chip. He was. Yeah. What was he doing? Yeah, he was no coming, man's land. No, no man's, man's land. land. There was no need for that. He's yeah. coming like to the edge of his box. And there was a defender right coming there. in as well. Right there. It was unnecessary. And, and right before that, two minutes before that, he actually kind of atoned um, for, for Goretzka's goal and made a great save on Bailey when yeah. it was two one, yeah. and and kept the minute for a second. Then he just and then he's dropped the ball. Yeah. Immediately after. It was a shame because. We've both been very much enjoying Leverkusen so far this yeah. season. They dropped points a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, they got smacked um, by uh, Wolfsburg, which was which kind of came out of nowhere. But then yeah. they bounced back against Freiburg, and yeah. um, apart from that Wolfsburg blip, they they're they're more than the best teams since yeah. the restart. Oh yeah, um, I'd, I'd, I'd say best. I'd say them, Hertha, and well, yeah. Dortmund too. Actually, Dortmund I have been good. Dortmund, yeah. Good. Well, Dortmund have only lost to Bayern, right? So. But yeah, so now, I, yeah, I mean, is, it was there done. Is, it there was is only one team. It was done, but now, now that Leverkusen couldn't even get it done, um, and it was interesting because I think at the time it was it was one one it was one all, and Lewandowski and Mueller both picked up yellows, and they're both missing Gladback. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of thinking to myself, I was like, if Leverkusen can, can pull this off, and then you know Gladback, who's who's in good form as well can Byron goes in that match without Mueller and, yeah, and Lewandowski I know. it's like yeah, maybe they drop you know, I know four points or something yeah but well I was chatting to our friend Eric we had a little kick around uh, the other day and I was chatting yeah. to our friend Eric who's a big Dortmund fan and I said well it's a shame that Bayern have won the league already kind of thing mm. and he said well there's time there's time there's time but he's a Dortmund fan he's yeah. the yeah. Optim- optimistic about it and it it just it didn't didn't feel like it was going to happen, and I think I've said before on the podcast that I can just see Bayern winning every single game, yeah, comfortably. You know yes. they haven't yeah, looked absolutely. even against Dortmund. Dortmund were good against Bayern, and it was a lovely game to watch. But Bayern was still comfortable in that yes. game. Agreed. They just it just doesn't Especially feel like they're half. getting touched at this point. Yeah, um, uh, I missed I, I missed uh, Dortmund Hertha, which was a yeah. match I was actually pretty intrigued by. And it looked like because Hertha's been in great form, fantastic, yeah. Um, as we just previously said, and I, I thought maybe Hertha could snag something from that match. I, I really did. I, um, Holland's still out, um, and apparently, like when I was reading up on, it, I was checking like live updates. Apparently, Dortmund weren't too convincing. They yeah. ended up, you know, getting that second half goal, um, which I heard was very nice, but um, nothing there. But it is. It, uh, it just kind of it keeps dormant slightly in the race, but as we said, like it's done. Leipzig dropped points again to Paderborn. Yeah, I know, I know. Like this, they I think they've drawn since before the reset. They drew the last two. I think it's how many games they've, they've back they've now? They've drawn two games since. No, no, they they've drawn back. no, no, no. They've drawn every game except for their one win against Mainz. Oh yeah. Yeah. So how many okay. how many games have they been back for? Four. four? Yeah. Or four, five. Four or five. Okay, so it's, it's so they've either drawn. Um, Six of the last seven, or fi- or or seven of the last eight. Yeah, um, it's, that's and, and not. Totally fell, you can't. Totally yeah. off. Um, oh, and actually, speaking of, this is big news. Uh, little uh, paper talk, but it looks like Chelsea have just snagged Timo Werner from fuck six. Uh, steamed in and signed Timo Werner. Max has just spilled his beer all over the uh, ping pong table that we're recording on in Greenwood Park at the moment. <laughs> um, but. Um, yeah, I mean, it looked everything looked set for Timo Werner to sign for Liverpool and <coughs> Chelsea. Apparently, there was a, a prior to the lockdown, Lampard and Petr Cech, who's the sporting director of Chelsea yeah, the, at the a moment, secret, uh, secret had meeting. gone over had gone over for a secret meeting, and 
Yeah. And basically, you know, they convinced him enough. I think Werner still would prefer to, to go to Liverpool. He wanted Liverpool, yeah, for but sure. But Liverpool haven't even bid for him. Mm-hmm. There's been no contact from Liverpool. No, and a great price too, 60 million euros. Yeah. Meet that release clause. Oh, I think so it kind of came down like to gonna be a like his, his contract player. or something. For Liverpool, maybe his wages were too much. But, um, man, just just go oh. for it. Like, you know, now Liverpool have done such a great job of scouting um, and, and getting players on the cheap and maybe some players that don't necessarily assume that they're going to be demanding such high wages. But now that you've you've reached where you are, yeah, shell out a little bit more. It's time. It's, it's 50 million pounds or 54 million pounds for probably one of the best strikers in the world yeah, at the moment. Agreed. And who can play across who's, the front three. Who's, 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 who can play across the front three. He's really developed he's that number 10 role as well. He's old. He can play everywhere. He'd fit perfectly into the Liverpool system. Yep. Jurgen Klopp has said that he'd be perfect for the Liverpool system. Timo Werner, he already wants to go to Liverpool. It just looked like a match made in heaven. And they've dropped the ball on this. Um, well, i got to say I'm also really annoyed with the United too because they were monitoring that situation as well. And even back in March... Though Werner was leaning on Liverpool, he did say that he was intrigued by the, the mm-hmm. prospect of, of the project that United have going on. Yeah, and and he would and and he would be key immediately, right? As he would be at Liverpool as well, but he'd still be kind of rotated among mm-hmm. those four mm-hmm. if he was the fourth, right? Um, with Mane, Salah, and, and Firmino. But then apparently, when Liverpool stepped out of the deal, uh, Werner's agent contacted United. Mm-hmm. And and they said no. So to me, it's like now they absolutely have to go and get Sancho. It's like if you're, you know, United said that they're going to take advantage of this market. They were already in for Sancho anyway, right? So if yeah. you're going to take advantage, then you add someone with like a great deal like Werner yeah. as well. While other teams are struggling, yeah. make up that ground. Yeah. Uh, but so now they stepped out. They they said no because okay, but apparently you're saving money like they like they always do these Glazers. <coughs> and. Um, and yeah, they have to get Sancho now. Yeah, one hundred percent. Otherwise, it's a it's a bad summer. Yeah, absolutely. But um, yeah, there's, there was a couple of other in the Bundesliga, a couple of other games. Um, who was it? Union Berlin, unfortunately, dropped points against the worst team in the league, Schalke. <laughs> the worst um, team in the league. Yeah, they come on. I mean, they, they, you know, they, so the so Schalke have tied their their all time record for a winless streak, mm-hmm. which is I believe eleven now, or twelve. Well, I'm, I'd be embarrassed if I was the other team, the other Schalke squad that equal that was equal to this record because this is terrible. This yeah. is embarrassing for Schalke. Yeah, it's, they they've been really poor. But um, yeah, okay, move on. Uh, yep. So, yeah, we're gonna do the scout quick, and Who then we'll get got, on mate? to the. Uh, I have um, <laughs> I I have Florian Verts, who is now the youngest made, goal scorer goal scorer in Bundesliga history. <laughs> yesterday <laughs> morning. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Um, great goal, like like Lucas, oh, yeah. Lu- Lucas Fernandez Hernandez um, has been replaced by yeah. Alfonso Davies. Yeah. Alfonso Davies came off in the 85th for Hernandez. Three yeah. minutes later, the youngest goal scorer had 17 years in like 30 yeah. days or something. He's born May no, 3rd. No less than 19, I think it was. May he's born May 3rd. Oh, okay. That's so yeah, so so yes, yeah, like 34 days or something like that. Um, uh, skinned him. Yeah. Like, like kind of did him one, and then a great curling shot around around Neuer. Um, now, it was a great goal. The reason why I'm really intrigued by him is because, I mean, obviously, he has become the youngest goal scorer in Bundesliga history, but he plays across the front three. The number 10 role is his... He was kind of playing off the right when he came in at halftime, um, but uh, the number 10 role is his. 
and it's it's like his Leverkusen has Leverkusen already lined up because they just picked him up from Cologne's youth team. Okay. Yeah, uh, in the end of January, at the end, the very last day of the market, January thirty first. Wow. Okay. Um, and have they already lined up their replacement for Havertz, who yeah. may leave at the end of the season? Definitely next, next summer. Season, yeah. Um, and I would say, I mean, they'd be they'd be wise to just try to keep him. Uh, Havertz, that is, for, for the one more year. And then Verts can learn from him, too, and, and, yeah. and just kind of um, just be under his wing as well um, and, and, and steadily take that season to grow into that role. And if, if he continues on this trajectory, um, then there's, there's another 100 million pound, pound player mm-hmm. um, for Leverkusen to sell. Yeah. I mean, it was a lovely taking goal. When I saw it, when it was in real time, I thought... He fucked it by not taking that, it first time. That, it yeah. looked like he could have that, taken it yeah, first the, time, the, but he cut inside. He cut it back, and um, yeah, the, the yeah the first touch kind of almost yeah. got away from him, but he recovered nicely. It was like a little clunky, but he did recover nicely, and um, and he's been and he's been playing. He's he's been he's featured in every match since the restart. Yeah, um, started. It seems like they're they're they've started him, then brought him on uh, in the second half. Started so you know they're pacing him. He's young. Um, he's about five nine. I I wonder. If he has a late growth spurt in him too, um, decent height, but yeah. uh, I, I would say certainly not an aerial threat unless no. he, uh, unless he's you know a clever strike like unless his IQ really builds. Um, you know, you look at Aguero for example; well, he's still a threat it. in the air. Yeah, you don't need to be tall. Yeah, just build you your strength and, and just know you know where where to place where to position yourself and find yeah. that space. <clears throat> um, so yeah, yeah, it was it was kind of a a cop out, but. I, to me, like the draw was the potential replacement for Herbert's already starting to yeah. crop up yeah. and scoring his first goal against Bayern Emmanuel Neuer, although it was a consolation goal. Still, still Neuer gets pissed off every time he concedes. I love it actually. Like, I, like he was pissed. Like, yeah, up four one. It just reminded me of when when Germany conceded against Brazil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. great. That you yeah. just wanted that rec- that clean sheet. Yeah. Okay, so I've got uh, Salzburg strike. Red Bull Salzburg striker Patson Dacker. Oh man, he lit it up, eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I picked him yesterday. Yeah. This morning he comes and scores a fucking hat trick yeah. against, um, I can't remember who it was against, but uh, scores a hat trick. He's uh, His name's Patson Dacker. He's 21 years old. He's He plays for Zambia. Um, Salzburg picked him out, out of the Zambian youth system. You know, he's playing for a Zambian club mm-hmm. and a Zambian mm-hmm. national team. But this season, he, he went on loan in Austria. He's not been a prolific goal scorer his, career, his whole career. And then Salzburg saw something in him. They picked him up. And this season, he's just come alight. He's now scored 22 goals in 23 league games. Amazing. Uh, sorry, in 24 league games after today. And that's one goal every two, uh, 1,288 minutes. Sorry, 21, 22 goals in 1,288 minutes, which is one goal per 61 minutes. Incredible. So one goal every hour this season in the Austrian league. Yeah. It's incredible. He's purely... He's, that was half well, the season. Well, well Haaland was the there, right? Was he's come Haaland up the bench, right? Um, yeah. But he's properly stepped into the void left by Haaland. Mm-hmm. Um, he looks fantastic, you know. And screw um, my Lask bet, which has been utterly destroyed in the I last know. week. Yeah, no. Lask... It's, Lask they fucks it completely. Man, I've lost so much momentum on these like season long yeah. bets. They're looking good too. Yeah, but uh, Daka, he looks quality. Um, I watched, I watched his hat trick this morning. Or I watched the highlights of his hat trick. Mm-hmm. Lovely taking goals. He's 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 got everything. He's tall. He's agile. He's quick. 
He's got excellent movement. He's a technical player. He's great finishing. Like, his finishing is fantastic. Uh, he's still kind of raw, you know, even in the Austrian league. He's he's not the polished player, mm-hmm. um, but he looks quality. Yeah. Um, so, like, another another year at Salzburg, for oh, sure. Oh, at yeah. least, yeah. yeah. Um, certainly another year at Salzburg, lighting that's, up. That, but that's also a time that, in the Europa League. Exactly. Um, and that's a team that can challenge and go deep in the Europa yeah. League, too, right? So. Yeah. Uh, but he is, he's slotted seamlessly into the hole left by Haaland. Yeah. Um, and he looks great. I was watching him today, and he, he really he reminds me of... This is going to be an odd one, but he reminds me of a combination of Luis Suarez mm-hmm. and Peter Crouch. So yeah, he's, he's got that lankiness he's to him. He's tall, but... and he's got these bendy, gangly, lanky legs, yeah, right? But stronger and quicker? He is. He's stronger and quicker, but Suarez, one of the best things about... Suarez is not an attractive footballer. He will happily kick the ball against the guy's legs and then and then know where it's going to fall after that. Uh-huh. You know, and this morning was a perfect example. Um, Daka, you know, he's in a tight space. He's got three defenders around him. So he kicks it against one, recollects the ball, kicks against another, and then puts it through the legs of the third one. And then he's through on goal. And it's a very cool finish. You know, he's a sort of scrappy footballer. Luis Suarez is the scrappiest great footballer that we've ever had uh, that we've ever seen I think uh, he's absolutely phenomenal with that. And, and honestly this is what it reminded me it was like playing it was like he was playing street football um, quality um, but with those sort of but he's taller than Luis Suarez and he's got that more aerial presence well I haven't seen him I, I don't know what his aerial presence is like um, he's 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 on the the reason I say Peter Crouch rather than any other tall player is because he is, he's gangly and he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's thin, you know, or he's skinny. Um, he could probably do with adding a bit of bulk to him, but it would, you know, he looks a quality player. And I've seen him linked to a number of clubs already. I'm thinking personally, maybe, sit, maybe sit we're looking Europa League. I think certainly for a year sit tight at um, at Salzburg and mm-hmm. then in a year there's a couple of options I picked some Europa League or Champions League challenging teams in Spain so we're looking at Real Sociedad Sevilla Valencia but honestly at some team of Werner's leaving Leipzig there you go and honestly this is the guy that can replace him um, maybe it is this summer. I personally think that this summer's a little quick for him. He's just burst on the scene this yeah, season. Th- we're going to have a lot, especially with this Werner like speculation, um, when we do the scout review episode. Yeah. Um, some players that could mm-hmm. potentially fill in there. But, um, but he could be one. But certainly he's an option there. Um, I think Bundesliga would be good for him. We've seen a number of players... Uh, Naby Keita, for instance, moved from Salzburg, Salzburg to yeah. Austria to Germany. It's not a great cultural leap. Um, but Daka looks a quality player. 21 years old. As I say, it's his first prolific season. Mm-hmm. So give him a bit of time. Yep. But he looks great. And he's scoring goals for fun. I mean, one goal every hour mm-hmm. in Austrian football this season. That's not to be sniffed at. That's It's impressive. Um, yeah, absolutely. And Holland was doing well. Exactly. That's that's the sort we're talking Holland level goal scoring mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, sure. But yeah, Pats and Daka definitely one one to keep an eye on. Right up. Um, okay, so let's get into uh, little manager reviews, pros cons. Let's open up with uh, Brendan Rodgers. Okay, Brendan Rodgers. So it was a great season 
for a long time. Yeah. They were Leicester were flying high, second in the league for a long time. They scoring goals for fun, scored nine goals in a match. Fantastic football. Yeah, they equaled the highest away win or, yeah. or the highest defensively sound win. too though. Like it's really well balanced all over the place. Yeah. Um, but and and he turned that corner like once. Like you could see that he like his his ideology when he was coming at the end of last season. Yes. Um, and then had the summer to tinker with them, and and they were and they were flying. It yeah. did it it, it did stutter but you know we always kind of expected that like when we when we started doing this podcast they were at the, the highest of highs for them and we were just waiting for the, the fall off that's true I mean we were always expecting that but one win in five before yeah. the break yeah. it's not great it, they were stuttering and and to, to move on from this they're going to need to regain some composure to stay in the top four but I think they got it um, do you but, think it's getting figured out though no, I think there's enough tactical flexibility there. I think there's other managers which we'll talk about in this list who who will be get who have yeah. been found out. Yeah. Um, but Brendan Rodgers, I think, is a very astute manager, and I think he's got the flexibility to change it. I, I think he's hamstrung slightly by the he's got the work. Maybe Leicester have got the worst squad out of all of the top the top seven that we're talking about. Uh, man, now. I mean, going into the season, um, I I I was always worried about Leicester. And, yeah. Um. Surprised that they were that high, but I, I always had them like challenging for possibly Champions League, definitely, yeah, definitely certainly Europa League, League. guaranteed. Um, There's so much depth in that midfield too; it's, yeah, it's amazing. That's right. But um, he needs to make sure James Madison comes back. He's had a disappointing season. He needs to make sure he comes back and yeah. plays well. He needs to get Vardy scoring again. Yeah, um, I think. But I think he also needs to work uh, with Ben Chill. I think I like Ben Chill well. Yeah. I do find him overrated, though. Yeah. I, I, I see, like, when I watch him, he's, he seems to get exposed quite a bit. He's, yeah. good, he's a great, great passer of the ball, but defensively, he's okay, and I think he has the potential to uh, to, to hone that, but it, it yeah. might not work out for him, and Brendan Rodgers really needs to work on that with him. Well, he won't be. He might not be working on it for too long because there's a lot of links to Ben Chilwell. With Chelsea, Chelsea. I mean, honestly, I, if Chelsea buy him, I, 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 don't think it's, I, don't think it's a, I don't think it's a good move. I really don't. Yeah. I hope. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I kind of like. I I I want to see him do well. I don't want to see him do well at Chelsea. I don't think he will. I, I think. Fair enough. I think within a couple of years they'll be looking for someone else. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. I think. I, sorry, quick with Ben Chilwell is. I think a team, a, a fun, exciting team like Leicester, where there's less pressure, yeah, suits him, and like yes. he should just maybe like try to like ride out a season where like you know maybe Leicester yeah. like pushing for the title again all of a sudden and there's yeah. enough talent in that team oh yeah and and they, and they have smart and they have it. smart recruitment as well yeah um which we've seen with the likes of Tielmans they're they're scouting getting Madison for well, pennies so uh, they, Soyuncu yeah say they say they sell I mean they're quoting Chelsea 70 million pounds at the moment that's they get insane. 70 million pounds for Chilwell oh yeah do it that's a left that's a new left well, back plus reinforcement they're already elsewhere. looking at Kieran Tierney which yeah. I think Fantastic signing and, for them. Yeah, I think that'd be great. And like as low as uh, like Arsenal would be taking a hit, apparently. Apparently, really? like eighteen million. Blimey. They paid twenty five for him, so he'd be reunited with Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, from that, Celtic. Yeah, they they make fifty million on that deal if they sell yeah. Chilwell for seventy and yeah. get him for twenty, basically. Yeah, and then they got fifty mil to just yeah. play around with the rest of the Absolutely. squad. Absolutely, get another. In addition back. to presumably Champions League money that they'll be getting next mm-hmm. season, you know, it's the future's bright for Leicester. Rodgers had. Rogers, you can't say much against him this season. He's had a quality year. Yeah. Right, who's next, Max? Let's go the big boys. Jurgen Klopp. 
All right. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I, I do have a negative. Say a negative. Give me a negative. <clears throat> it's not... Uh, his... I'll, shut, I'll shoot it down. No, you won't, because we've agreed on this before. All right, all right. And it's his... His, his complaining about the oh, fixtures okay. and, and, like, and the FA Cup... And, and, and the EFL Cup, and not even, like, really prioritizing. These are trophies. They're not to be, like... I, I know Liverpool need to win the PL. I understand that. But, like, you're way out ahead anyway. Just shut up and just fucking play, man. I know, but this is this is a tactic we've seen since forever, you right? You didn't even Alex, manage the match. Alex, Alex Ferguson was the best in the world at complaining. And then the, and then the best after him was Jose Mourinho. Ferguson still going the touchline. What is that? You what, Sorry. I said he would go, still go on the touchline. Oh no, sure. I mean, no, but for for okay, for the first game against Aston Villa, okay, he's in a different sure. continent, right? But Shrewsbury. Game, I know, I know, I know. Shrewsbury in the FA, like yeah. Come on, man. Don't get me wrong. I can fault. I can fault Jurgen Klopp for that. But I think if that's the fault that you're finding in oh, this yeah. season, no, like no, I, no. We're talking about pros and cons. Yeah, that's that's sure. a con to the game in general. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a disrespect to the game. So for me. For me, it's been obviously a fantastic season yeah. to be a Liverpool fan. Other than fan. that, I have nothing. And he's been world class. He's just played everything right in the league. We yeah. had the, we had the blip against Watford, and that's a shame. That's how it goes. But what he needs to do now, and I think he is doing, whether it works out or not, I don't know. But he needs to hold his nerve, and he needs to make sure the players hold their nerves. And we need to get that record points total. Mm. We need to win all the games that we can, and get the record points total. Um, we're on 82 points now, I think. Yeah, you might have um, 108. So say, say we need 20 points to beat the record. The record points total is 101, I think. Uh, City Juve? got 101. No, they were 100. 100? And Juve got Juve's 101? Or 102. Okay. So, okay, if we're going global, then... Yeah. Okay. Very, very doable. But it, it's doable. Um, yeah. and, and he just needs to hold his nerve. I think he can hold his nerve. He needs to make sure the players hold their nerve as well. Yeah, but, but I, I think, think you have someone like Van Dyke there that's just like... Yeah. You know, talk about like Roy Keane and leadership and how how it's it's not as like stern and hardy as it used to be, but Van Dyke is is one of those people. Yeah. One of those players. Absolutely. But uh there's there's you know, yes there's <laughs> criticisms of Jurgen Klopp with you know, the way he behaves and that kind of thing, but there's limited he's, to he's, say. Yeah, I mean yeah, he's he's charming in his own right, but yeah, anyway. Who's next, Max? Uh Mikel Arteta. Okay. Let's, let's uh, wrap him up. So um, I think it was a very promising start. I think so. As a, as a manager for Mikko Arteta. Yeah. I think Arsenal were in a complete doldrums under Unai Emery. They, there's no, there was no conceivable way that you couldn't tell what they were trying to do. They, they didn't look good. They were losing games and drawing games. They were terrible on the pitch. There was no ideas off the pitch. And Arteta's come in and results haven't always gone his way. They haven't, they haven't lit it up since. They're still in, what, ninth? Yes, but they're um, close. They're they're like I think they're only three points behind Chef. Well, three points I think, or three points behind Sheffield and Wolves. Sure, um, but they're you know they're still ninth. Yeah. But you can I I can start to see how they're you know what he wants to do, and he's not been the manager for two. No, long. and this and this break could really benefit. Yeah. Um, him just taking him having more time to yeah to to tinker with what he wants to do, and now. Get in like a, a new little pre, a small little preseason yeah. with the team. Well, what I think he should do, I mean, Arsenal are ninth. I think they should write it off, and I think he should really start thinking about next season at this point. And if there's youth players, 
or mm-hmm. younger players. Reese Nelson is one we keep talking about yes. who just hasn't had a look in so far. Yeah, so like, yeah, Ozil's, you know, Ozil's really just got to be like riding the bench at this point. Yeah. Um, uh, Nelson want... and Nelson, and then bring Nelson in that number ten role. Um, yeah. He has been playing in Katia. Um, yeah. And quite consistently. As well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and Katia's been starting the uh, last three or four matches, I would say, started yeah. over Lacazette. But this is good. This is what he needs to do. He needs to start thinking about next season. They've got a. They got. A, I'm. I'm. I'd be excited if I was an Arsenal fan. Um, I'd be very excited. And he hasn't. Had a, he hasn't had a transfer window yet either. It's like yeah. finally, just like just pick up some defenders. Will yeah. You? Or I don't. Mean, I mean, I'll gladly watch you not. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, sure. But the signs are promising for Arteta. Although the results don't reflect it, for me, I'm. I'd be very. I'd be buoyant if I was an Arsenal fan. At this yeah. Point I mean, time. I think a lot of some Arsenal fans were, were nervous about someone having no actual managerial experience but for me yeah. it's someone who's studying under oh, pe- the tutelage yeah. of, who else, of Pep Guardiola who else could right? you I mean this is better than fucking managing some other team right yeah you know it's no substitute of course for being the top top guy but he learned the ways of Pep Guardiola yeah. who's and, the and Pep really the respects him coach, too like, you know, know it's not yeah. like it's not like he was happy to lose Arteta no you know? no like, he okay, didn't want to yeah um Okay, let's move on to um, Jose Mourinho. Yes, the the polar opposite of Mikel Arteta in my mind. Yeah, he came in He's gone backwards. Yeah, Stack. Were, Tottenham were poor under Pochettino towards the end of the last season and for his whole time this during season. this season. Yeah, but Mourinho just seems to have not improved it at all. No, I mean the first two or three matches they were kind of scoring goals for fun, but it's like it's the new managerial boost too, right? Well, it, it it was it was funny because it's, we were talking. It, everyone, you see Mourinho come and you think, oh, it's going to change, and then all of a sudden they score a shit ton of goals. Yeah, and it's like, did he change? Yeah, <laughs> did, is Mourinho a different manager? And then and they he's revert not, back, despite the know? despite the injuries of to Kane, Son, and Bergwijn. Yeah, the, these problems were already speaking the surface before then. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's been a poor it's been poor for Mourinho at, at Tottenham. Uh, before the injuries, yes. the injuries didn't help. But now they're back. The, the break has fucking helped them. Yeah, right? I mean because United were going to stomp them. Yeah. Oh, completely. Now this match, everyone's back. You yeah, know, it's more different. time to gel as the team. Yeah. Mourinho's been training with players in the park yeah, regardless. I mean, so they've, they've not even been on a fucking break, <laughs> have they? Tottenham have been training twenty four seven, regardless. They might come back and you know Champions League kind of thing. I mean that would be ridiculous, but they have been training hard. But uh, no, Mourinho. I don't know. I th- I personally think he's done at the top level, at the, at the sort of title-winning level. I don't mm. think Tottenham are ever going to challenge under him. No, um, no, neither do I. Nor do I. And uh, and with the aging backline, you know, the, the yeah. defense is is his bread and butter as well. Yeah. So he's going to really need to tinker with that in the yeah. off season. Well, not the off season really. The transfer window is going to be open yeah. into the season, the new season. But. Um, that's no. uh, that's that's a huge problem for them right now. It's too. been poor so far, and there's a lot of work for him to do. Yeah, who's um, like to go to next? Pep Guardiola. Yeah, sure. So, it's been poor. Talking about, yes, it has. We're talking about you know getting found out, or or being stubborn. I think the stubbornness it's, is the more more the issue. Absolutely, and I think that reflects completely when you look at City's two losses to United. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's like you have a better team. You, you don't need to be stretching against a team that's sitting back. And he's no. so stubborn. He did the second match as well. Yeah. Um, he just refused to buy a centre-back. They were light yeah. anyway. Company left. Mm-hmm. They were even, And company was half injured all the time anyway. So they were light before company left. 
they were light considerably since company left Stones and Otamendi we've spoken yeah. about a ton of times not yeah, up to I, the job I, I don't understand that why did they not buy a fucking centre back I mean that's the whole this is why I worry about Liverpool and Timo Werner right yes you win the league mm-hmm. yeah you can't rest on your laurels but you cannot rest on your laurels you need to improve that right and Pep Guardiola and Man City this season are the prime example of that they won the league last season and they beat one of the all time great league performances I mean Liverpool last season achieved the second most points in, or the third, third most third most points in the history of the Premier League yeah. and yet and, but Man City still beat them that's how mm. good they were last yeah. season yeah but, but the centre back was glaring though. but yeah, yeah it was but they've rested on the laurels and look what's happened they're like I don't know 22 15, points no tw- yeah 22 points behind the leaders of the <laughs> league this season yeah. that's you know Liverpool having a fantastic season yeah but enough about that, you know. Man City having a bad season yeah. in comparison to last year yeah, and the couple of years preceding. They've, they've 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 dropped points to teams that yeah. you never. They lost to Norwich for fuck's sake. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's yeah, exactly. They lost. What well, I think they've lost seven games this season. Something like that. They, That's ludicrous. Yeah. That's bad for any title-winning team, let alone in the era of teams winning, losing one game a season or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, and Pep Guardiola has to take that on the fucking chin because it's his fault. Yeah. I think the Man City board would have happily bought a centre back. You know, yeah, oh no, the fans yeah, they, they pump, were clamouring they for a centre back. They got money the for no, no, you know. Yeah, no so it, it does kind of come down to him. It's, it really it's just does. So blatantly obvious, like hitting him over his bald head, <laughs> and I just, I just can't yeah. understand it. But I mean, tactically as well, you know, like yeah, to change game by game. Sometimes, like obviously, your city, your and and your Pep, you have you have a certain way of playing, naturally, but. I mean, again, I harken back to United, those United matches, and it's just like it wasn't difficult. You could beat them. You can like that yeah. team's that team's beatable. Yeah, when when you're City, just just don't yeah. open yourself up to the break. Yeah, one hundred percent. But yeah. yeah, so it's it's been bad for Pep Guardiola for them now for this season. The league's obviously gone. Hold on to second place, which I don't think will be too hard. But. Yeah, that means nothing. Win, to them. They need to win. That the means cha- nothing. They, they need to win the Champions yes. League. Yes, which you know, I mean, great. They great result against Real. Yeah. on the road. Yeah. Um, I did say like I I did make that bet with uh, our friend Mike, the old lady who's been on the show a couple of times, um, that City would win at the beginning of the year. And I mean, they like. They have to now. I mean, Pep hasn't won yeah. the Champions League in ages. Yeah. City have never really come that close. Nine years, yeah. Um, yeah, anyway. All right, we've got two left. Two, two young former former players. Mm-hmm. Who okay. do you want to go for, Max? Uh, you call it. Okay, let's go Frank Lampard. Okay. Saving the best for last. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, Lampard, it's... I mean, there are definite pros there. I think that the philosophy he has is... Um, and and style of play is is abundant. Like it's 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 clear. It's nice. Yeah. It, it need, and 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 they have been enjoyable to watch. Um, and he's done a great job with bringing in the youth. Finally for yeah. Chelsea, I which mean, has that's been, been that's been phenomenal. Which this is season which has them. been um, a problem for them forever. You know, just having yeah. all these kids on loan that just really don't amount to nothing, anything, and they just don't. They're not given the chance. Yeah. Um, so that's been great. Now. It's defensively, which is yeah. he really needs to work on. I mean, their their backline is not that bad. All right, yeah. they need some work. There's some some Asian guys in there that you know might be on their way out. Emerson could probably do with 
uh, being replaced. Yeah, and a lot. Uh, I mean, they do need a left back, that's for certain. Yeah, but then, but I mean, centre back, like, I, I rate Kurtzuma to a point. Yeah. Um, but, that, that, that's, yeah. but that's someone that you have on your bench, though. That's yeah. like, yeah. like R- Rudiger's a solid defender, you know? Rudiger's quality is their best yeah. centre back. I um, think, think Christian could probably use a little more time, I think, too. Yeah. Like, a little more game time. Just give him a string yeah. of matches. Um, and, and, they, and they have been opened up quite a bit. They've conceded yeah. tons. They've, they've, they're somehow still in fourth because it's been a bad season for the PL. Yeah. It really has. Yeah, it has. Um, apart from Liverpool, like everyone's been more or less piss poor. Leicester and Liverpool are like the successes. Um, Sheffield, Wolves, whatever. Yeah. But when it comes to like the big teams that we're talking about, everyone's struggling. Chelsea have dropped points all over yeah. the place and still find themselves in fourth. For me, Lampard started off great and it was lovely to see him bring in the youth players. Abraham's had a great season. Uh, Reese James has had a good season. You know, Billy Gilmore's come in. Yep. Um, but it's the tactical inflexibility. He obviously found, he decided before he started how he was going to play, and he played it very well at the beginning. They had a great start. They were comfortably in the top four, right? And yep. for a long time, it was like they're going to walk the Champions League qualification, right? Yep. But they've, they've been found out. I personally think he, out of all of the managers in this list, has mm-hmm. been found out, tactically speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think... I think he needs to step up to another level. I think, you know... Again, same with Arteta, like this break, another little mini preseason. You know, time I can, to reflect I can only hope, and work but, on that. But the thing is, with Arteta, I can see the ideas that sure. he's trying to bring in. Lampard just seems to put this style of play in, and mm. it's not a complex style of play. You're not talking like Bielsa or Guardiola levels of innovation, right? It's not a difficult style of football to play. but And it worked very well to begin with. First half of the season, they were fantastic, and they were easing into the Champions League then it dropped off and I think honestly he really needs to, I hope for his sake he's spent this time working out some of the kinks uh, because they've been they were struggling for a long while um, yeah. and honestly you know before the coronavirus break you I wouldn't have bet against them dropping well out of the oh yeah court. no no um, yeah United, you know, were, United, United were coming them, in for sure um, absolutely and even even Wolves were picking up mm-hmm. Sheffield United looked good you know you can conceivably see Chelsea before the break finishing coming in ending up in 6th six six or 7th seven, yeah. right? you know yeah. um, and I hope for his sake Lampard's going to have worked on that but he's the one out of all of the managers here that has a lot of work to do yeah fair enough I think um, someone that you so we'll move on to the last one and someone that you might have said needed to do a yes. lot of work up until this great run was Ollie. Yes. Um, now, a lot of naivety um, in terms of like things that he says and press conferences. He's always getting like skin for that. Um, it seems like even last season, you know, he says something like, "You know, you'd be you'd be surprised at uh, the quality of player that we're gonna sign." You know, they, they got yeah. like they got like gimmies like Basaka and yeah. McGuire, James, all good signings. Um, but uh, but like those those are English players that like are happy to go to Man United. Very good signings, but not world class signings. Yes, yeah. but then they finally get one. Yeah, the one they should have got last summer that they were yeah. linked to the whole time, and yeah. they get Bruno, and they're struggling all year long. They're playing this completely defensive football. You know that you know he's done great against the big teams. Yeah, um, because. His, his style of play, which I don't think suits United. That's not like what you want to see when no. you watch United. Is four two three one, hit people on the break. Counterattack. Counterattack. It's just it's 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 just, and and the and the defense throughout the year has been pretty solid. Yeah. But 
uh, attacking wise, it's it, it had been pretty grim. Yeah, um, it really had. And no idea. And then finally Bruno shows up, and they've they've been scoring like almost like double the goals. I think they're close to yeah. like about two a game with with uh, with him in the lineup. Yeah. I think they were down like at one point three or something a game before yeah. him. So they needed that creativity. All they needed yeah. that, right? But even still. I hope now that Bruno's there and Pogba was, had been injured. Yeah, and be I want him. I want him now to to take this chance to switch to a four three three again, like he had done yeah. when he first came in. He was playing loose. He's like, let's go and have fun, and there's no pressure on him, right? Yeah. Before he actually got the job. Now that Pogba's back, now Matic has actually, and I've slated Matic, Matic before, yeah. but oh, yeah. but since like January, he has been a, a stalwart and and really really picked it up. That's with two. Now yeah. can Matic at his age actually be that one holding central midfielder uh, CDM? I'm not sh- no. I'm not so sure. I'm no. not so sure. Maybe you play game by game where you're switching it up for a bit until you've got a younger uh, CDM that can do that, yeah. uh, play that position by himself consistently, like Ndidi or Thomas Partey. Yeah. Um, but see, like first game back, play Pogba and Bruno together, yeah, and and see if Matic can hold it up. Maybe make that adjustment at halftime if he's getting tired. Yeah, I, I want to see that that innovative. Yeah, well, I've thought for a long time, like Frank Lampard, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is tactically limited. I think yeah. he is, yeah. uh, and that's shown. But at this point in time, I'm then they were rolling once Bruno. They have I'm more optimistic for them. I think now Pogba's back. Yeah, it's unlikely he's going to move, uh, yeah. and I think so. That means maybe he's going to get his head down and he's going to start kicking on a bit. Um, Pogba and Fernandez in midfield, dangerous, very, very dangerous. Da- very dangerous. Part of me, you know, part of me thought when you guys got Fernandez in, he's papering over the cracks, which he was. But well, the when thing, you, the when thing then, is, with, the thing is with Fernandez is that they need to make that signing. It wasn't papering over the cracks to get him. They should have made that signing in the summer. The yeah. reason why they, the hand was forced was because McTominay and Pogba were hurt. Yeah. Which, which is bad on the do, board yeah. anyway, right? Like, yeah. It's like, oh, okay, now we need to get him. But I think now you have got the players, you know, Rashford's back and he's yep. fit. Sure. Uh, Martial. Um, he's been great. He's having a great season. Great the, guy's, season. The, the guy still gets shat on by uh, enough pundits and I just, I don't understand it. But yeah. He's getting no service. Rashford and Martial up front. Um... Fill that right that right wing. Fernandez hole. and Pogba in midfield. Yeah. It's a nice team now and I think things can be done. I still think Ole Gunnar Solskjaer will need to adjust, maybe not in this the rest of this season, but certainly next season as you say, he will need to adjust to go more attacking. Yeah. I think you're right in that United Man United should not be playing the way that they have been playing, um, because they they're a bigger team than that. Um, so they need to crack on uh, and be I, more attacking. I, you know, if if you're a team going for Champions League qualification or winning the yes. league, yeah. you can't be playing on the counter attack. No. Doesn't doesn't work, especially in England, no, right? In, in other leagues, you can do that. You got Burnley, you know, you got Brighton, you got all kinds of different teams that maybe not Brighton so much, but Burnley, even even bigger teams like Everton, you know, solid at the back. That teams like this are, are making themselves solid from the back. Your team like Manchester United, you need to be playing on the front foot. Yes, and absolutely. But now he's getting, he's getting, he's got the players. I want to see him know. take that that chance. Spurs first match back. I want to see him take that chance with Matic 
alone holding. Yeah. Man, oh, Fred's yeah. been great. I say if, the thing is, it's going to be really tough for him because Fred has been also really yeah, great. Fantastic. And so, do you does what, what do you do if you're Ollie? Do you play on form? It's like okay, Pogba doesn't come right back into the team, and you stick with Fred, Matic, and Bruno. No. Um, because. Personally, I'd love to see Fred do that holding, but he, he's, 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 he's a box-to-box. Box. He's yeah. not that player. Um, and For me, form is done now. Yeah. Pogba's back. Yes. Stick Matic in the middle. Pogba and Fernandez in front of him. Yep. And go for it. Spurs, as we've yeah, said and, before, and see on if the Matic ropes, can hold not, it down. You know. Um, if not, then, then you switch back to like the two, yeah. where maybe it's Fred and Pogba yeah. with Bruno in front. Yeah. Or, or maybe even Bruno... Sometimes he would drop back for sporting play further back. When in his first match against Wolves, I believe somebody else might have been hurt, and and it was it was really poor. But Bruno was playing at midfield. Yeah. You know, since then he's he's been up in the attacking mid role where he should be. Um, but so so sharp to go back to the initial like feature of the episode. Solskjaer, it's been a very up and down season. I don't think yeah. he's, I don't think he's stepped it up, stepped up to the plate as much as he should have done. Mm. But now he does with the addition of Fernandez, which is essentially completely squad changing for you. Absolutely. Like as there you was know, no you've one said and I've said, we both ball. said over the in the podcast episodes, Fernandez is like is that that like flick the switch signing? Absolutely. You know? Which gives um, him the chance to maybe show yeah. some tactical flexibility. Yeah. So that's that's what he needs to do. It's yes. not been the best. It's not been the worst season for him, but it's not been the best season. Yeah. But this he, he, he now be, has the chance. Yes, he could almost be forgiven in a yeah, sense. I agree. For I, not I agree. not being able to score with the likes of Mata, who can't play a full match at his yeah. age, Pereira and Lingard, Lingard who yeah. do nothing. You're absolutely right. I think, mm. and I think. Even I, ardent man, anti-Manchester United fan, can forgive him for that. Yeah. But now he's got the resources. He's got to go for it. The last few games of the season, he's got to go for it. Sure. We want, you know, I don't want to see this because I hate Manchester yeah, United. But, but they should. As a football fan, yeah. you want to see United go back to the sort of form that they were showing when Oli had the temporary job, right? Mm-hmm. Just going <clears> for it. They were yeah. one of the best teams in the world in that. They were. I think they months, they right? were the best. <laughs> they were. Yeah. I think they collected accrued the most yeah. points uh, out of any any of any team. It was sort of mentioned. You sort of mentioned it earlier about the big clubs. I've got to give Oli some credit. He was the before Wolves in the first half before Watford rather in the first half of the season. He's the only club to take any points off Liverpool. Right. Very impressive. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. He was. He's apart from Arsenal, who he drew and lost to, he he's been caning mm-hmm. the uh, the big clubs, you know, apart and, and not Liverpool, um, but like a, and a but a decent showing at Anfield, you know, yeah. kind of pushing it down one nil, um, and end up losing two 0 in the last kick of the no. game. But uh, you beat City twice. He's beaten Lampard three times this season uh, yeah. in the AFL Cup as well. Um, yeah, I, but that's the thing is. He that's like that's his that's his tactical capability. It would seem is like you know sitting back against good teams yeah. and hitting them the break. Yeah. But then when the onus is on them, they couldn't break that's anyone it. down. That's it. Again, it comes back to now having that creative spark, Bruno Fernandez, yeah. to take take it two teams now. Yeah. He needs to take advantage of that. That's it. Um, so, yeah. So for all the managers, there's something to prove in the next few games. Uh, no one's getting off scot-free there's everyone's got something to prove some more than others and it's going to be an interesting go for the premier league i think 
yeah we'll the discuss, top four race we'll discuss it more in the premier league episode but yep, um yeah back on wednesday with yep. la liga, la liga. Um, stay tuned. All right, guys. Thanks a lot for listening. Cheers.